Recorded live. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this, let's see, August 20th, 2015 edition of the Everything is Energy show. This is your host, Judy Greeno, here to talk about the AIM program of energetic balancing with its developer, Stephen Lewis. Stephen is also the co-author of Sanctuary, the Path to Consciousness, which chronicles the decades of work and history that preceded the launch of the AIM program. We encourage everyone to enjoy this novel, hang on to it, share it, Lots of good information there and, and an index in the back to help you go back and look up some things that you may have missed the first time. Uh, you can also share the prologue and the two epilogues in the book right on all of our websites. Um, that's actually in five different languages. So do take advantage of that and all the other resources on your facilitator's website or aimprogram.com. As we begin this morning, we want to remind our listeners that AIM Energetic Balancing is not medicine or what we tend to think of as traditional health care, and it does not diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. EMC Squared's holographic spiritual technology helps you heal energetic imbalances in consciousness, where everything is created and where all true healing occurs. Only you can heal you. AIM assists you in doing so 24-7. Imbalances in consciousness are what EMC Squared believes to be the predispositions or potentials for eventual negative manifestation unless healed by you. Once healed from your consciousness, hereditary imbalances are gone for good. They don't come back and you can't pass them on to offspring. Hence the phrase, become the first in the history of your family with no family history. I'm going to add in here except for the good stuff. (laughs) Just as every individual is unique, every AIM participant's healing experience is unique to them. And lastly, while discussing energetic imbalances that have names that are the same as or that are similar to the names of diseases or more to the point that have frequency components, uh, frequencies that are similar sounding to actual diseases, please remember we work with and are talking only about energetic imbalances. And the last thing to remind everyone is that Stephen does no physical testing or medical tests of any kind. We cannot and do not confirm or dispute any medical diagnosis. Good morning, sir. It's always good to get a chuckle out of you during doing the intro. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, because I try and listen to you as if yep. I've never heard it before. Well, what's your hard thing to do that, that? When I do that, yep. I always hear something different each time. You know what? I <laughs> I do I kind of do the same thing, and then I, and I. I'm, I'll read something and think, you know, that needs a little explanation, but this intro is long enough. So, <laughs> yep, it's easy yeah, no, to do. I, I, see, I, I don't think, I think you say what you have to say. Don't worry about the explanation and about, oh, but there's one in a, in a hundred thousand or one in a million for whom that's not true. Fundamentally, what you're saying is true. And don't worry about trying to mm-hmm. cover Everyone, the next million people. Very true. It'll drive you crazy and drive the audience <laughs> nuts. That's Absolutely. Just, uh, I was laughing because you were. Uh, you told me that you and Roberta had on, on a, a conference call last night. We're discussing the AIM program and pets. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing because, you know, so often the issue is, what is it? that makes you heal. All right? I mean, that's that's just a fundamental question. Yep. All right? We don't have to worry about treatment, healing. Mm -hmm. You heal yourself, or you don't. But it's all about you. But you can get help. So 
what makes you, you do to heal yourself is you focus on healing whatever imbalance you have. And that's where the fun begins. Because, you know, if I say someone has a giant cell carcinoma of the lung, that's not a disease. There is a disease called giant cell carcinoma of the lung. What I talk about is not is words. Right. I can't say it and, and, and have you thereby have it. I'm just an historian. And uh people say, Well, you know, if you focus on those on the words you you know there's where the mystery begins and I don't know where it ends because you are focusing ostensibly on the condition you have, and you focus on it in its way, in words. I wish to heal my lung cancer, whatever it is. Um, but but AIM, the AIM program works incredibly well with animals. Do you think they focus on a name in, in English? Or in a language called wolf or meow. <laughs> they might, but we'll never understand it. <laughs> I don't think they do either. Yeah. I don't think so. But their focus is complete. The AIM program works incredibly well with them. They are focusing on what they need to heal in consciousness not on its description in English or French or German or Spanish. And, and for the benefit of people who might be new to us, Stephen, when, when you use the term focus, I mean, when people hear the term focus, they're thinking, you know, some physical, mental, uh, you know, determination on your part to pay attention to a particular thing. But that's not what we're talking here. We're, we're getting into the spiritual aspect of, of self-healing, right? Well, maybe. Uh, you know, I don't even know what focus is. Do you really know what focus is? Well, I know what I interpret it to be when I listen to you, and you say we're, we focus on healing the well, imbalance. Well, we do. We do focus on healing. But first of all, uh, when I say what's focus, you need not. Speak the language. You need not describe it to focus. Animals focus on their cancer and heal it. They don't. They can't go and say, uh, "Rhacogenic giant cell carcinoma." Woof. You know what I mean? Right. They're just they're selecting those energies. They're selecting the frequency itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever they need. Are they aware of selecting it? Well, I don't think they sit around aware of selecting anything, but they do it. Mm-hmm. They focus on it. So what is focusing? You see what I mean? Yep. Well, same is true for, for, for us. I mean, it's not like we know all of our imbalances or if we've got the, the new one of the day. We just know that if we if we need the balancing energies, once you put them on the trays, our consciousness, our higher consciousness, will select them. It's not like we have to. 
Yeah, I just said what is focused on. Because even if it's animals are an example, but okay, there are many, many infants who heal themselves. Right. Now, you're not born knowing English. Mm-hmm. You're taught the language, for better or for worse. But infants focus on what they need to heal, and they heal themselves very rapidly. Yep. Uh, okay, and the AIM program, in a written language, helps them. That is why, although what the AIM program uses is frequencies in consciousness, it is not the disease, but merely a description in mm -hmm. a language that approximates consciousness. Right. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of mystery in there. And it helps to be totally stupid because then you won't ask <laughs> these questions. Indeed. But if you're not uh, an absolute idiot, you're going to say, well, what is focusing? Yeah. Is a focus that I do when I go, remember to buy Eileen this. Yeah. Is that the same as the focus of an animal? Same as the focus of an infant who doesn't have any, any vocabulary at all? Or maybe a couple of words? Um, yeah. It's not, but, you know, what is it? It's deeper. Mm -hmm. But what is it? It's closer to the reality of everything. But what is it? And, uh, it, 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 the more you look at life, the more you understand that it is fundamentally a spiritual process. Yeah. It is a process that has to do with frequencies of things. And it has to do with consciousness. And then consciousness has to do with you being... universe, and the more conscious you are, the more you're aware of your connection to everything in the universe, and the less conscious you are, the less conscious you are of your connection to everything mm -hmm. in the universe. That's why there are people who are very, very bright. Mm -hmm. If you play chess with them, they'll kick your ass. They're really bright, you know, really sharp, but they're totally unconscious. They have absolutely no concept of their connection to everything and anything in the universe. And their intelligence will not help them a bit in the big issues in life. Uh, I say big, I mean, like, living or dying, I think I see it as a big issue. Yeah, you kind okay. of related to I mean, somebody you knew. I believe in reincarnation, but despite the fact I believe in reincarnation, I see my living or dying right here and now as relevant for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yep. So, uh, and, and that is the fundamental distinction between consciousness and intelligence. And it's a, a, a fine example of you can be incredibly intelligent and absolutely stupid about 
the laws of life. And uh, that is what is most important to be intelligent about. Indeed. I mean, uh, let's face it. I would assume we can pick out the yellow pages and find a lot of people would have been better plumbers than Jesus. (laughs) So what? It it comes down to something that primitive. Yep. Make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You kind of touched on this last week with in regard to someone that you knew. Uh, I think I'm. uh, I'm sorry. You you touched on this last week in regard to someone um, someone you know personally and how sharp they are at what they do, but don't quite grasp why they're not able to heal themselves of uh, an issue. Well. Usually, intelligence works against you, mm-hmm. and that's because you realize you have a fine intelligence, you have a, a fine weapon available at your disposal, but that is the weapon of science, <clears throat> and you begin to use it more and more and more because you're so good at it, but the problem is when you use that the exclusion of everything else, you will miss most of life. And therefore, in terms of life, you're a moron. In terms of intelligence, you may be extremely bright. And when I say just that in those words, I always manage to offend a bunch of people. (laughs) And I don't care. It doesn't, because what I'm saying is the reality of the situation Whatever it takes for them to get that is like a big positive step for them. Mm-hmm. Right? And I say yep. this, and I'm not—I mean, I'm not an intellectual dummy. I'm pretty—I was always known to be pretty bright. I mean, Mensa thought so. But I understand more. The more I understand, the more I understand the limitations of what we call intelligence. It's mechanical as opposed to the magic that is life. There is, and there is an explanation for the spiritual also, but that explanation incorporates the magic of life. Um, And by the way, the the finest MDs I know understand this thoroughly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, you ready? Yeah, it's a little opening of sorts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where were we last week? Well, let's see. You had you had found 8721, so you told us about that, and it was put on the trays that day, last Thursday the 13th. So, my list shows two hereditary frequencies that were added to the main trays on Monday the 17th, one added on the 18th, and one added yesterday. So I've got a total of four. Is that what you show? Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's look at the four. Um, the first one, 8731, is Riquetio. And what's it similar to? Well, it's strong. First of all, it's similar to polio. More and more and more polio, we see, don't we? 
Yeah, not not slowing down. Uh, yeah. Uh, remember, this is stuff that's similar to polio. It isn't polio. Mm-hmm. So, but what's not answered, of course, is these things similar to polio, have they historically been called polio? Yeah. Because remember, historically, there was no such thing as a microscope or an MRI or an X-ray or any of these things. Uh, it weren't even any lab tests, really. The closest they came to start to a lab test were the, you know, the the wandering Chinese doctors, you know. I forget their name collectively, but it doesn't matter. Oh, you know, they would have a patient pee in the road to see if the ants went to the urine. And that was their test for diabetes. Mm. Because if they had diabetes, they were spilling sugar into their blood, into their urine. Um, so, anyway, and this is all written about in a book called the, El- the Yellow Emperor's Book of Medicine. Fascinating, fascinating book. But, I don't know how we got there, but 8731 is like polio, first of all. Next, it's like cystic fibrosis. Well, there's an awful lot of that lately, too, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And cystic fibrosis means you can't breathe well, which is pretty much standard with old folks. Nope. And last, and decidedly not least, is B&B, which is the low back and the hip joints. And uh, I would say low back problems are pretty pretty much the rule with old old people. So there you have all three of them in one lousy little um, rickettsial imbalance. There they are. Um, and do most people on AIM still have it? Yes. Yeah. Were most people on AIM will be gone today? No. Will it be gone tomorrow? Yes. Okay. And that just went on the trays on Monday. Okay, and tomorrow is Friday. Yep. That's taking a good long stretch by our contemporary standards. Mm-hmm. But it's not a big deal. No. Whether it's three days or four days doesn't matter all that much. But it's on there and it's still active out there. And that's 8731. Which brings us, of course... 28741. Pretty interesting. 8741 had a lot of different complaints that led to 8741. But one of the primary complaints were people complaining about their eyes and their vision. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that might interest you because you've complained about your eyes and vision. Yeah, not <laughs> not lately, but yeah, I had uh, I have had my oh. share of challenges. Lately doing good, though. And you don't have 8741. But a lot of people with visual uh, or ocular problems do. Uh, And what's it? Now, it is, first of all, it's a prion. Mm -hmm. Um, But it still comes from insects. So we're not 
separated the little groups yet. What's it most similar to? What it's most similar to is the Syria gonorrhea. GC, gonorrhea. Now, chronic gonorrhea creates two problems, fundamentally. One, it creates gonorrheal arthritis. Secondly, if it gets in the eyes, and it's common that it does, it creates blindness. I just I realized when we talked about this on Tuesday, we did you did talk at length about the uh, arthritis aspect of it. We didn't, and I kind of blanked out. We didn't really get into the vision issue because I think the person you found this in, I think you said was having major problems with the thumbs. But I just now realized, if you remember last September, uh, since you mentioned the problems I've had with visions and the vision and the eyeballs in the past, but last September, September twenty second to be exact. You called me. You'd found two previously unknown frequencies in me, 8244 and 8254, and, and one of the components was Neisseria 
it was described as Neisseria gonococcus on our write-up back then, last September. That was one of the frequencies. Yep, uh uh-huh, yep. And you have had chronic, lifelong problems with your eyes. Yep, pretty much. And there it is. That's why they give babies drops. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, They used to use, what was it, salt or something. Now they use antibiotics. Right. But every kid gets drops in his eyes because if the mother has gonorrhea, it's going to create extraordinary damage to the eyes. As the baby passes through the birth canal and the eyes are bathed in this gonorrhea. But they put in antibiotic ointment immediately, and mm-hmm. it drops, and that supposedly will kill it. Well, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, just, I can see where it very well should and might. Um, so that's part of the story of this 8741. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because the does cause not just arthritis, it causes blindness. We don't think about that. Anyway, so much for 8741. It's still, it's on. Nobody's gotten rid of it yet. Um, it will happen. Yeah, and that just went on the main trays Monday. It will happen Friday, I believe. I don't think anybody will have it after the weekend. On the you know on the AIM program, uh, that's those been on long enough to detox it. All right, well that's eighty seven forty one, which brings us to us to another interesting phenomenon. Eighty seven fifty one, which is Rickettsial once again. What's that like? Well, first of all, it's like polio. Uh, well, polio, you know, we're getting more used to this. More and more old people, when you look at them, they have this something hereditary thing, some of the polio, and they have problems walking and moving around when they can walk. Uh, it's not like the loose, limbed, relaxed walk of people who are walking. They can manage to get it together to get across the damn room, which may not be what we call walking, but there it is. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like polio. What else is it like? Well, syphilis of the joints. And when you have something that's like syphilis of the joints, it's usually, usually uh, in the low back, hip joints, um, knees, ankles, feet. Uh, and there's all kinds of names for the different types of syphilitic joint problems that impede walking. Charcot's joints, tapis dorsalis, blah, blah, blah. You can look it all up. You know. So it's usually the lower part of the body? Usually, but the lower part of the body is where you carry most of your weight. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but it is. It definitely is. Okay. So that's polio and some of the joints, and there's one other little factor this is similar to, and that is colon cancer. The frequency of colon cancer. Yes. Always important to stick that in there. And this frequency.
frequency, that's 248. What? I can't hear you either. 248? No, 248 is not the lungs, Eileen. <laughs> we'll get to the lungs, honey. Okay? Remember, eight, yeah, that's, com- that's coming down, up next. <laughs> right. So, there it is. Polio, symptoms of the joints, and colon cancer. Um, and uh, That just went on Tuesday. Yeah, well, it ain't gone. Everyone who has it still has it. But once again, I feel comfortable in saying that everyone who has it will have it gone by the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I think it will be interesting to see what the situation is like at that point. In regard to that, in regard to it, how common is this going to be? I'll see a little bit more of that also. Because... Colon cancer, I believe, is the most frequent kind of cancer people get. I mean, it's it's pretty common. Well, here it is. Now, the interesting thing here is, by the way, one little fact. This 8751, it's similar to the frequency of colon cancer, but it's not a malignancy frequency. Mm-hmm. It is not cancer. But if you look at it, you would see it as cancer. Unless you go through some kind of high-level test, it means if somebody, a physician, looks at it, it's going to obviously be cancer, but it's not. How many times have I been talking about this? this Lots. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yep. Um. So, you know, it's just so common. And you can't deal with it because you can't can't say to an oncologist, no, it's not really cancer. They'll think you're a moron. The idea of something looking like cancer, you know, I mean, you know, if it looks like a rose and it smells like a rose and it tastes like a rose, it's a rose. Okay, that's the way we look at life, and it's understandable. So, this is interesting. And it's interesting, uh, particularly when you look at the one that I found yesterday, which is 8761. And 8761, here's your chance to shine, honey. 8761 is a bacterial imbalance. Mm. I looked over and over and it's bacterial. Not very common. It's happened before many times, but it's not common. Right. It's you know, it's uh, I, I, it's very rare for me to find unknown bac- bacterial imbalances. But this year is one of them rare times. So what is 8761 like? First of all, it's like symbols of the joints. Just as the joints was present in 8751, which was rickettsial. This is bacterial. Syphilis of the joints, okay? And there is one other factor that's similar to, and that 
that one is Giant Cell Carcinoma of the Lung and Bronchus. Lung cancer. And this is not cancer, it's bacterial. But if someone, but if an oncologist finds it, they're probably going to say you got cancer. And what are you going to do? Say, no, I think it looks like cancer, but it's not. You've got lung cancer, and there now. On the other side of, of of that coin, I don't. Maybe this is a bacterial infection in the lung that can kill you. Yeah. And when you're dead, it doesn't matter whether you died from cancer or anything else. You're still just as dead. I mean, let's face it. But it changes things somewhat. Mm-hmm. So here we are, eighty-seven, sixty-one. Most of the joints and lung cancer, similar to the frequency of lung cancer. So these are two in a row that are similar to the frequency of cancer, and it's a paired cancer thing. Organs are paired in oriental medicine. Lung and large intestine are paired. And the last two mm. we've had were interesting because they were syphilis of the joints and, well, in 8751, of the joints and colon cancer. Hmm, and, interesting. And, uh, yeah, I know. 8761, syphilis of the joints, and lung cancer. And I think this type of lung cancer frequency is most similar to the cellular aspect of, of, of colon cancer. That's giant cell carcinoma. So, uh, here we are. Well, that's all that I've managed to get done this week so far, but that represents a lot of looking. Absolutely, I you know since you brought that up, I, I'm not sure the average uh, average participant on AIM appreciates um, the time and focus to use a word we've we've talked about today, the time and focus um, and persistence that it takes for you to do these special rechecks. I was thinking this morning, Stephen, it's, 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 uh, I like to refer people back to your book as often as possible, but um, in reading about the, the – uh, there's two chapters in there specifically about when Max was, was doing an evaluation of Jane. That kind of um, – even though that was pre-AIM and years and years and years ago – that that kind of gives people a feel for the type of, of of detail you have to get into when you're when you're doing a recheck on somebody. So I just I just wanted to mention that that it's you know coming up with four uh, previously unknown hereditary frequencies that's a lot of time on your part. Yeah, but then you got to look and see what if any linkages there are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. For example. Um, I just discussed the linkages in uh, 8751, 8761, and now in 8741 is mm-hmm. totally different, but it's all like brain stuff primarily, but also in the body still because gonorrhea does cause arthritis. Mm-hmm. And MS certainly causes arthritic changes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then if I go to 8731, there's polio. And B and B, cystic fibrosis. So, I think we're getting 
more fine-tuned with this, and I still believe it's going to be over very shortly. Uh, I believe that is to say for the mainstream. It will be over very shortly, but I think the opposite is also true, that the impact of these imbalances will begin to be felt by the public in a manner that is definitely within the radar, not and no longer under the radar. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I said it should commence in September, I would like to point out with great respect, it now is August. Yeah. How many months do we have between August and September? <laughs> Zero. Uh, <laughs> Dana, I, I, got, I got a question for you here. Since it's been, um, let's see, the last, the last hereditary frequency you found that had a component similar to the frequency of Streptomatis and Propioni, you know, your your claim to fame, was back on August third, eighty six sixty seven. So this is like a new record, isn't it, for you for not finding something with a with a Streptomatis component? Uh, yeah, I think it is pretty much of a record. Um, and I've been thinking about that. Is there another one? Well, I don't see it. I when I, right, 8667. And what was the date of 8667? Uh, it, was, it went on the trays on August 3rd, which was a Monday, so you probably found it a few days before that. All right, that's close enough. That tells mm-hmm. you what I need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but. But you did, I think you told us on Tuesday that you did have 8741, the, the prion with the, with the gonorrhea component, frequency component, and you, you, I believe you said you felt that in, in your thumbs, a, a different kind of pain. Am I, am I right there? Is that what you it, said it about was, It was the same kind of pain, basically, but it was worse, mm, okay. much, much worse. Well, I had to ring a doorbell. I just reached out and pushed it with my thumb. I couldn't push it all the way in without a lot of pain. Mm, okay. That's a doorbell. Mm-hmm. And nothing. This was not like a training doorbell. It's a doorbell. Yeah. Right. You know, what the hell can it be? And yeah, I could do, I could use my other fingers pretty well, but not my thumbs. Uh, last night, before we went to bed, Eileen just stuck her thumb out at me and said, could you rub it here? And I, you know, it's, I went, oh, yeah. And I said, let's see, let's see where it is. And I went and flexed my thumb to see where it hurt so I would know where hers hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's much more diffused. It's hard to find just where it is, but it's there. You know, with Streptometicus propioni, you, you get hot spots. You can push there, 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 and there. With this gonorrhea stuff, it's your thumb. You can't say much more than your thumbs hurt. Yeah. But they really do hurt. So, uh, there we have it. And a lot of this stuff conspires to make you incredibly tired. Mm-hmm. Extraordinarily tired. Not So, not, you're saying that, not just, uh, not just components similar to some type of encephalitis, but a lot of these other components like MS, things like that? I'm not sure I followed your question. You said a lot of these things can conspire to make you tired, and I'm just commenting some of these frequencies have an encephalitis component, but others have don't, but they can still conspire to make you tired. 
Yes, I think that's the case. Now, it's hard to even answer that, though, because, for example, um, this one with gonorrhea also is, is similar to twee, which is right. encephalitis. Okay? Right. Uh-huh. Um, so, and that's still there. It isn't gone yet. So that is relevant, and I, I can't now... Going back just a few days before that, what we discussed last week was 8721. Well, that is twee. Mm, yep, and the, and the one before that. <laughs> and the one before that is twee and tularemia. Mm-hmm. And so, and the one before that was twee. Yeah. See what I mean? And, yep. and, and then yep. 8638, which is on August 4th, was yeah, we've twee. Had- Mm-hmm. Um, so, looking at this. Yeah, they've done. D747 is twee. Yep. Right. Oh, anyway, so it's really hard to say. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that when I have an imbalance... It's similar to the frequency of treponematosis and western equine encephalitis. I respond generally, but not always, with greater fatigue than Eileen or Roberta. Right, right. But they both, both Eileen and Roberta, do bitch about how tired they are. I don't. I just... Put my head down in my soup and go to sleep. I'm I'm going to allow Eileen and Roberta to know what I'm thinking and not going to say at this point. Oh, 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 I just I just crash wherever I am, whatever I'm doing. You know, I mean, yeah, that was just a, that was a joke. It, it's like almost like being given an anesthetic. Right. Bam, you're out. So, and as I pointed out just a, a moment ago, for me, I'm not, I still have this imbalance. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, by the end of the weekend, I won't have anything here. Will I have something else? Possibly. Very likely, but I don't know. We'll see. Right. Stephen, we've... We've just about come up on our time here. We actually have, but I did, just very quickly. I just wanted to to um, to send out a, a, some good energy to President Jimmy Carter. I didn't catch all of his press conference this morning. I caught part of it, um, but but one thing that that I found interesting, um, and one of the stations somebody was commenting on it, how we tend to think of melanoma um, typically as, as as skin cancer, but apparently. Uh, not just in the skin. No, 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 is the worst type of skin cancer, and that's when you say something, you say skin cancer is bad, it's bad because of where it goes besides the skin. Right, right, and apparently he's got, he's got, um, I believe a tenth of his liver, they first found a spot on on his liver, and and he'd had a tenth of that removed, and then the, the only other thing that I, uh, saw mention of with some uh, small spots on on his brain, and he starts his first radiation treatment um, apparently today. But um, just um, yeah, he's a good guy. He's done a lot of good in the world. So 
just wanted to send some good energy his way. Well, our our, our thoughts and our prayers are with President Carter. I have never approved of him as a man or as a president because to me, I can look back at the last 20, 30 years in the U.S. and see a process of degradation, denigration, weakness, and we are no longer even close to the force we were in the world. And little, and you can look at the steps that created that. One of the major steps involved in that process was a step that was uh, constructed by President Carter, called, and that was called NAFTA. Okay, which is North American Free Trade Association, which that's a nice lofty title. What it meant was very simply that any company in the U.S. could pack up and move to Mexico, where instead of paying 15 or 12 bucks an hour, their workers, they could pay 12 cents an hour. Um, or, well, you understand what I mean and thereby make a lot more money. And the side effect, of course, was all the U.S. workers who had been up here working for these companies had no jobs. And that's a major step in what made this country that had factories working the three shifts turn into what it is now, a place where nobody makes anything. We supply the raw materials, China takes those raw materials and makes uh, the finished goods and sells them back to us. How can that be? Why is that? Um, we understand my, our prayers and thoughts are with President Carter because we are connected to everyone and everything. Uh, I don't see what he did as something even close to acceptable. Have you ever thought about that? No, nope. sure haven't. Just wanted to wish him well for this morning. Right. I, I wish him well also. Uh, I don't think he's done a lot of good. He built a couple of houses, but he created a, a job deficit, and that was monumental. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there for now, Stephen. Thank you for the update. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of today oh, and your sure weekend. I'm sure you enjoyed it. It's not a for no problem. Whenever you want something else depressing, give me a call. <laughs> All right, sir. Thanks again, everybody. If you missed our call last night, be looking for the recording. It should be up on the websites within a couple of days anyway, if not today. All righty. Thank you, sir. Okay. Have a nice weekend, everyone. Thanks to all our listeners. Take good care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now.